The following program is recorded content created by The Truth Network. Is your heart burning to see this world changed? So is mine. It's time for The Line of Fire with your host, activist, author, international speaker, and theologian, Dr. Michael Brown, your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Michael Brown is the director of the Coalition of Conscience and president of Fire School of Ministry. Get into The Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Thanks, friends, for joining us today on the line of fire. My own heart is burning to see God's glory on the earth. My own heart is burning to see lost people saved. My own heart is burning to see God's people awaken and come to life. And I believe that many of you that I'm speaking to now, that's your heart. Your heart is burning as well. You, you carry that burden as well. You, you are unable to just go through normal life and enjoy another nice day at the office, another nice day at home, because Something inside of you is saying, God, there must be more. If that's you, be encouraged. That reflects God's heart as well. Welcome, friends, to the broadcast. This is Michael Brown. We start our week together here. 866-34-TRUTH. 866-348-7884. Hey, a question for you. Has God used this radio broadcast to minister to you, to impact you, to change your life? Or perhaps one of the articles we've written, one of the debates we've done, one of the books we've published, if you have a testimony of your own life being impacted or the life of a loved one being directly impacted by this ministry, give us a call today, 866-34-TRUTH, 866-348-7884. You know, God does things all the time and we don't know about them. And then when we hear about them, we're encouraged. You know, testimonies are very, very important because you're touched, and maybe we don't know that. Maybe you were miraculously healed six months ago at a meeting, but no one heard about it. Their faith hasn't been built. They haven't been encouraged because they haven't heard. And then you get to share the story, and people are amazed, and their own faith is encouraged. Well, it, it would be great to hear from you and to, to let our larger listening and viewing audience know as well if there's a direct testimony. So if the Lord has used this radio broadcast. If you watch online, one of our articles, one of the books you've read, if, if there's been a life-impacting story in your own life or someone close to you, give us a call, 866-34-TRUTH, 866-348-7884. I am not focusing on world news today. I was praying and reflecting yesterday, Sunday. Father, which way do we go? It's Monday. Often we start the week on Monday and kind of catch up with what's happened in the world or look at key news taking place in America. We'll talk about that, focus on that. A lot happening in Israel right now, but I have an article. If you want to get my take on the potential new Israel government, Israeli government, go to askdrbrown.org, askdrbrown.org. You'll see it right on the homepage, or stream.org. It's why I'm actually hopeful with the potential of a new Israeli government. Now, it's not done yet. There's Things still could change before it's even put in place. But a lot to talk about with Israel, always so much going on with the world in America. But as I prayed, I felt, no, I, I just want to start with Scripture. I want to encourage your heart. I want to challenge your heart. I want to say to each one of us in Jesus, there is more. There is more that God has to reveal to us. There is more that he is calling us to do. There are more people to, to be touched by the gospel 
there is more to be done for the kingdom of God. Just, just what's written in the word for us to understand that and take hold of it and live it out. There is more. But this, this burning heart, which, which I live with all the time, I don't mean 24-7. I, I can relax and have fun with the family or just chill, you know, watch sports for a little while. But it's, these things are just momentary distractions. The, the, the fire is always there because, oh, God, I've got one life. You've got one life. That's it. Our missions director, Josh Peters, once said, I don't know if it's the last generation, but it's our last generation. We've got one crack at it. You may be 15, you, you may be 85, but all of us, we have one life, one opportunity to glorify God, one opportunity to repay our spiritual debt in this world, glorifying God. Yeah, forever and ever we glorify him and we're thankful, but this is, this is the war zone right here. This is the place of, of attack and challenge and difficulty. This is it. In the here and now, how are we going to serve? How are we going to live? Lost people to reach, hurting people to, to be healed. How, how can my life count? How can your life count? Or, or, does your life make sense in the light of eternity? So I, I want to encourage you today with Scripture. I want to encourage you today with quotes. And I want to share some things from my own life and ministry that, that I believe will edify you and encourage you as well. And as always, we want to invite you to partner with us. By God's grace, we are on the front lines with our unique call. We're not better than anybody else. We're not superior to anyone else. We're not more important than anyone else. But we have a specific calling, a very unique calling that puts us on the front lines in difficult, challenging situations, literally day and night. And we can be even more effective and reach even more people with your help. But I'll, I'll talk to you about that a little later in the broadcast. Oh, we've got some amazing clips to play, uh, multi-language clips. Uh, you, you don't want to miss these. So we'll, we'll get to those a little later in the broadcast. Okay, Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. Let's look at these words of Jesus. Look at what Yeshua says. I came to pour out fire on the earth. Wow. And how I wish it were already ablaze. This, this is the burning heart in, in Jesus. This is the, the burning heart that, that moved him and that pushed him and that motivated him. I came to pour out fire on the earth and how I wish it were already ablaze. But I have an immersion, a baptism to endure. Obviously a baptism of fire himself. And how distressed I am until it is finished. So this is something that, that the Son of God lived with. This is a, a pain, a, a burden, a holy drive. He said, do you, do you suppose I've come to bring shalom on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, there'll be five in one house in opposition, three against two and two against three. They'll be divided father against son, son against father, mother against daughter, daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Friends, this would be the fruit of his ministry. These are... The words of Jesus. Let, let's, let's step back and think about this. Yes, he is the Prince of Peace. Yes, he says, peace I leave with you. He gives us peace individually. Yes, in him is deep and lasting peace. And forever and ever he will rule and reign over an earth filled with peace. But in his first mission, he was not there to establish peace on the earth. He, he was there to reveal what was in hearts, to bring to the surface human nature, 
and those that would follow God and those that would not, and then to die for our sins and rise from the dead. And, and he didn't just live here like kind of on vacation, just camping out. He came from heaven to earth. Can you imagine? No, can't, who can, we can't, we can't imagine. We don't know what it'd be like. It, it's unimaginable. Listen, you could live in the most luxurious palace on the planet with everything at your fingertips. And, and that's, that's like living on the street compared to heaven. And then whatever it is to live on the street here on earth, that, that's like nothing of the contrast between heaven and earth. So Jesus wasn't here on some vacation. He was here on a mission and he burned, he burned because of that mission, always on the inside of him in his heart. That's how I live, friends. That, that's not in some carnal way to try to get God's approval. I have to work harder so God will like me. I know he loves me. I know deeply he loves me. And I know how deeply he has forgiven me, and he does forgive me. And, and it's not a matter of earning his favor or working in some frenzied way. No, I find a place of rest. We come and find rest in him. And then from that place of rest, we run. We, we give everything we have, Lord, here I am. Send me, use me. Do you relate to that? Do you relate to saying, God, there's got to be, I want my life to count for you. I want my life to make a difference in the light of eternity, that's God's heart. That's God's desire for each of us. Not that we just make it through this world and survive. Maybe you're brand new. Maybe you're coming out of a real mess and just little by little trying to get you healthy. But once you're healthy, you got to race to run. you got to fight to fight. This is why we're here. We're here to bear fruit. We're here to make a difference. That puts a certain holy pressure on us to go to God and say, Father, use me. Lord, I do not want to waste my life. I've prayed that over and again, and whatever doors God's opening for us over the decades and whatever lives we're impacting, I'm grateful, I'm thankful, but I know there's got to be more. It's still a very messed up world. The people of Israel are still lost. God's name is still blasphemed. We need breakthroughs. We need to see God move. Look at, look at Paul's words. Look at what he writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 as he's describing his, his own heart. He says in verse 10, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Messiah so that each one may receive what is due for the things he did while in the body, whether good or bad. All of us, saved and unsaved, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Messiah. If our sins are forgiven, why are we appearing? To give account for our lives. To give account for our lives. Verse 11, knowing therefore the fear of the Lord. This is Paul writing to believers. We are trying to persuade people. Or knowing what it is to fear the Lord, we are trying to persuade people. But what we are is known to God, and I hope it's known to your consciences as well. For we're not commending ourselves to you again, but giving you an opportunity for boasting about us so that you may have something to answer those who boast in outward appearance and not in the heart. For if we are out of our minds, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For the love of Messiah, the love of Christ compels us. We're, there's this holy drive that moves us. It's Messiah's love. Since we have concluded that one died for all, as a result, all died. And look at this. And he died for all so that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for the one who died for them and was raised. Let's make this personal. And he died for you 
so that you who live might no longer live for yourself, but for the one who died for you and was raised. All right, step back and think about these words. Paul is making it very clear. If Jesus died for all, then in him all died. And now that we are alive in him as believers, we are not living for yourself. You have, friends, you have been bought with a price. You belong to God. You are here for a mission. Oh, I don't mean everyone's supposed to be preaching the gospel from the pulpit or pastoring a church, but you have a holy mission, a holy calling. You have been bought with a price. You and I are not here to live for ourselves, but for the one who died for us and rose from the dead. 866-34-TRUTH. We'll be right back. Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get into the line of fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Yeah, just looking at some comments on our Facebook feed, you know, God calls us in a thousand different ways, friends. Sometimes we think we're calling, well, I'm, I'm not called to be a pastor, or I'm not called to be an evangelist, or I'm, I'm not called to be a Bible teacher. God's calling is broad, your calling may be to, to serve people. Your calling may be to, to show mercy to people. Your calling may be to, to pour into your children. Your calling may be to, to, to bring in income through your, your company that, is, that you're able to, to, to give to, to inner city work and help the poor. But we have a purpose, friends. And we will give account to God one day for our lives. This is Michael Brown, 866-34-TRUTH. I've got some quotes to share with you and then want to show you some video clips. But you'll, if you say, show me, I'm listening on radio. Yeah, or podcast, you'll, you'll get to hear. Uh, you get to hear. But if you're ultimately able to watch, they'll be even more effective. Uh, but listening will be fun, too. That'll be in a, in a few minutes. We'll get to that. And um, if, if we have been a blessing to you through, through radio, through video, through book, through article, give us a call. There's been a life-changing testimony. We hear from you all the time, get, get emails and letters all the time. But I'd love to hear from you by phone as well, 866-348-7884. Before I share some quotes, before I go to the phones, let me say this again. We will give account to, to God for our lives as believers. If we are believers, it will not be whether we're saved or lost. It will be account to God for the job he gave us to do. And the scripture seems to indicate that there will be rewards for our service accordingly, that God is just, and that if, if someone sacrificially and with love and honor served the Lord and served the hurting and worked in secret for decades and made difficult choices and lost a lot but did it for the gospel, and yeah, they're just as saved as the person who lived a selfish, ungodly life until the last 10 minutes and by a miracle of God's grace was born again. They're just as saved as that person, but for sure, they've developed a deeper relationship with God, and for sure there are rewards that, that God will give them as a consequence of that. You know, someone said that everybody will be perfectly full when the rewards are given, but that some will have a capacity for more. You know, some, some will have a larger glass, so to say, that'll be filled up. However you work those things out, 
bottom line is we're going to give account to God one day. And that's a sobering thought. We will give account to our lives. Do you know why God has you here? Do you know what his purpose is? Do you know the race you're supposed to be running? You say, I don't really know. Well, then press in. Say, Father, I just want to please you. I just want to serve you. Why do you have me here? What's your purpose? Now, many times we don't know. It unfolds over a period of years and years, and then it can morph and change. But that means that when I get up in the morning, I have that day. I may not know my destiny in 10 years. Maybe you're college, you're going into school as a college freshman. It's like, I don't know. I think I'm doing this. I'm not even sure about my major yet. And yeah, and you may be sure about your major and change it three times and then end up being called to do something else in grad school and then drop out of grad school and go on the mission field. Who knows? Who knows? God knows. But what you have is today. So today you get up and say, God, here I am. Send me, use me. God, help me to live this day in a way that makes sense in the light of eternity. If you do that every day, other things will fall into place. All right, before I go to the phones, let me share some quotes with you. James B. Taylor. These are just some of my favorite older quotes, leaders from past centuries. James B. Taylor. The world may frown. Satan may rage. But go on. Live for God. May I die in the field of battle. He's speaking spiritually. But he's also talking about, hey, if I die in the mission field, if I die preaching Jesus, so be it. He's not talking about the field of battle meeting militarily here, although there's a place for military service. No, he's, he's talking as a servant of the Lord in missions, in preaching. The world may frown, Satan may rage, but go on. Live for God. May I die in the field of battle. Oh, friends, I've worked with people around the world. That's their mentality. And some of them have died out preaching the gospel in difficult regions. And as much as there's terrible loss for family and friends, what, are, what an eternal reward and what a way to live and what a way to die. L- listen to what John Wesley said. Give me 100 men who fear nothing but sin and desire nothing but God, and I will shake the world. Oh, let me say that one again. Give me 100 men who fear nothing but sin and deny, desire nothing but God, and I will shake the world. So they don't want to mess around with sin. They know it's destructive. They only want the glory of God. Wesley said, with 100 men, I could change the world. Think of that. I mean, we think, you know, millions, 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 millions of people. And, and all. Well, yeah, the more people living for God, the, the better. But generally, it's, it's the minority. It's the remnant that really go for it. And John Wesley said, you give me that. You give me, you give me that, we'll change the world. Because they will then reproduce and they will then multiply. And who, know, who knows what God can do through yielded life. It's, it's the great challenge. Who knows what God could do through your life? Who, who knows what could happen if you just said, Lord, here I am, and went for it, and, and maybe stepped into areas you never have before, maybe turned off certain distractions and pursued God like you never have before. Who knows what he might do through you? I, I got more quotes and then these clips I'm going to play for you in a bit. But first, uh, to the phones and we go to Pat in Red Bank, New Jersey. Thanks for calling the line of fire. Hi, Dr. Brown. Hey. I'm, I'm so excited I got through. You did. I did. Okay. Um, well, since it's you know uh, the day to let you know, because I got tons of questions, <laughs> I'll try to stay focused um, for letting you know how I've been blessed. Um, specifically, um, when 
all of the craziness of the election and the false prophecies and the prayer groups and the pressing into it and continuing to not accept, you know, really who God allowed to be the president, and then the prophetic was still going on and on in my spirit, because I do operate in the prophetic, but I wouldn't say that um, my main goal in that is always, the end game is always in people coming to know the Lord. Mm-hmm. So when you, you came on and addressed that so boldly, it helped so much settle my soul, because I, I was literally having to duck from my own church because I was mm. always on a prayer group. But when I was getting words like that there's going to be a second wave of, of the COVID and not that it's not going to be healed, you know, immediately, I, I, I just was on the outs and that I wasn't choosing a candidate. I was going to vote, but that I was going to let God, you know, be, be, be at peace with whoever God decided because he works all things together for good and he's sovereign. But I got to tell you that the stand that you took finally brought me to a place of peace because I felt that there was like no one to talk to mm. without you know, getting my head taken off. Yeah, Pat, I, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you calling. I, I remember talking to one friend with tears. said, look, don't I have a relationship with God? I mean, I, I'm praying and I'm seeing things differently, but I'm hearing all the, quote, prophets. You know, it's like, well, who am I to differ? And then you find out, here's what you find out that there were tons of people feeling just what you felt, but they uh, felt they couldn't say anything because of right. the prophets. So, you know, even, even with the platform God's given me and, and whatever stature we have in, in the body, you know, been, been around in, in the Lord for years, when I would address people, who are you to challenge the prophets? Like, whoa, slow, slow down. I, the word yeah. says test, test everything. You know, and, and, and every one of us is a child of God. We, we, we should be able to hear the voice of God and discern yeah. and have insight. But, you know, it's one of those things we don't like unpleasant words. No, no, nobody wants to give a negative word. I remember before this, in the beginning of 2020, when another prophetic voice in our church said that everything was going to be made right this year, that you know, all even, even to the details of all the racial issues of core values returning to the church and all these kind of things. And honestly, Dr. Brown, I was shaking and on my knees, Yikes. shaking like I was going to have a heart attack and saying, no, you're going to have to lay these things down. Mm. He's not going to just take it from us. And, you know, so here's, here's the thing, Pat, the reason that this goes on, especially in our charismatic circles, is because we, we put no accountability on these words. So every year you can speak out the newest thing, the greatest thing, the most amazing thing that's going to happen, and then the next year you go on to something else. You know, and this is the year of the restoration of this. Well, that doesn't happen. So next year this is the year of the restoration of this other thing. It's like, well, slow, slow down, slow down. Either these words are meaningless. That's why a lot of non-charismatics, you know, don't take us seriously, and some even mock because the words. Oh, well, are just that's like, why it's also it's also hurt our witness. You terribly, know, I love to share the terribly. gospel, yeah. but now people look at you like, and God would give me words of, of knowledge about people to help me share the gospel, and people are like, whoa, you know, they're afraid. Right, so it, it gets their attention because God's now dealing with them personally. But but Pat, what you're experiencing. 
there has listen, please, friends, hear me. There has been massive damage done to our witness in America because of the false prophecies and the failed prophecies. Massive done, and our intense devotion to a president that became better known than our devotion to Jesus. Friends, it's, it's happened around the country. Terrible reproach to our witness. And that's been the thing that's grieved me most, that the name of Jesus has been hurt through it. Key thing is, keep getting low, keep humbling ourselves, keep learning, keep saying, God, give grace to those who humble themselves, and then he will raise up that witness to glorify his son. Hey, Pat, thank you for sharing that. Very important. And thanks for the kind words. We'll be right back. With your host, Dr. Michael Brown, your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Thanks, friends, for joining us on the line of fire. If God has used our ministry to touch you, any good thing that happens, any eternal thing that happens is to his glory. It's through him if he uses any of us. But to give him glory, to share that, if God's used this broadcast, if God's used my books, articles, to minister to you, and there's a testimony you want to share, by all means, give us a call. We get letters, emails all the time, which so bless us, and we're, we're so glad to hear, of course, with the massive stacks of, of hate mail, but we're, we're blessed to hear the good reports of what God does. And if that's you, uh, give us a call. I mean, it may be once in several years we've been asked for this, but just felt be appropriate today, 866-34-TRUTH. I want to take you around the world for a moment and, and, and let you see some of what we see. I've had the privilege of preaching outside the United States about 200 different trips. So I brought thousands of messages around the world and spent several years of my life ministering combined in different nations. And now with COVID shutdown and things, I've done constant conferences around the world, just did a major teaching to Italy right before radio today. But we have these these different networks that, that carry our messages, and they carry them in different ways. God TV, which has a much bigger platform outside the U.S. than inside the U.S., airs a short show of mine. We've aired other shows as well, full preaching shows, but one called Ask Me Anything, and they've got a large viewership in, in, in India. So they actually take my messages, and then the guy doing the translation, you talk about doing it amazingly well. So this is me, Ask Me Anything, in Hindi on God TV. Are you ready to listen to your question? I am Dr. Michael Brown, and I am very happy to meet you today. You are with me on God TV. <laughs> I mean, I play longer, but obviously most don't understand Hindi. If you're just listening on podcast, do your best to, to watch the video as well, because the, the lip syncing is, is amazingly well done. Okay, that was Hindi. This is the Ask Me Anything broadcast in Tamil, also in India. 
நான் டாக்டர் மைக்கேல் பிரவுன் காட் டிவி மூலியமாய் உங்கள் கேள்விகளை என்னிடம் கேளுங்கள் என்ற நிகழ்ச்சிக்கு உங்களை நான் வரவேற்கிறேன் இன்றைக்கு ஒரு விசேஷித்த நடைமுறை கேள்வி இருக்கிறது அதற்கு நாம் பதில் அளிக்கப் போகிறோம் Ah, some of you are hearing it in your language. like, yes, yes, that's my language. Okay, then I got invited to do a major message that was widely broadcast in Latin America and was designed to reach many, many thousands of, of key leaders in Latin America on the subject of can you be gay and Christian, on the subject of the Bible and homosexual practice, and the church is hard to reach out to people while standing against activist agenda. And they had a, a, a top-level theologian do the translating. So this was a little different. We did a special teaching, and this aired last year, wide distribution in Latin America. But here they recorded the Spanish over my voice. So all of you Spanish speakers, this was the message. And just the beginning as I'm opening in prayer in Spanish. Hermanos y hermanas, gracias por tomarse el tiempo de ver este mensaje tan importante. Padre, te buscamos a ti, a tu corazón, tu sabiduría, por la verdad absoluta, para que penetre nuestras vidas. Padre, danos corazones llenos de compasión con una columna vertebral de acero. En el nombre de Jesús. Amén. So, this gentleman did a tremendous job, and they told me who he is, his credentials, PhD, theologian, all this, ministry, and so he translated that. So, so that gets out in Spanish. Then, we have this amazing open door on METV, Middle East TV. Middle East TV airs all over Israel. If you have cable TV in Israel, which most Israelis would, if you have cable TV, then you get METV. And METV has been built up, owned by a Christian ministry, and built up specially to, to draw in a larger audience. Sid Roth actually purchased METV and has built up an audience by, by having other programming on it. For example, the Super Bowl airs on it every year. Or a lot of Israelis like they like the old westerns. I mean, these these are perfectly fine to show. That you know, they're 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 good family things, and and they'll watch them. And then there is gospel preaching and teaching. So this is you know you're watching the network, and and here we are. So we have recorded about 26 special outreach shows. This is a, a tremendous effort by Sid's ministry and ours. About 26 gospel outreach shows. We had men on the street in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv interviewing Israelis from ultra-Orthodox to secular, asking them all kinds of spiritual questions, God-related questions, Messianic questions, and things like that. Then I went through all the footage, pulled out, okay, I want to use this quote here, this here, this here. For, so, I mean, it's a big investment of time and energy on their end, then on my end. And then I came in and recorded shows around the interview. So I'm getting to interact with, with the man and woman on the street in Israel, so to say, and then doing these shows. So they now have Hebrew captions as well. And you have to understand, a lot of Israelis grow up watching movies, watching broadcasting from America and other countries, and some of it's dubbed, but most of it is not. Most of it just has Hebrew captions. And that's, that's how they're used to watching. So this means anyone in Israel can watch this, and even if they don't speak any English, they can understand it. So I'm going to play a clip. You'll hear me in English, but if you're watching, you'll see the Hebrew captions as well. These are special outreach shows airing in Israel weekly, specifically to reach Israelis, Israeli Jews, with the good news of the Messiah and with Hebrew captions as well. Let's take a listen. So how can we really know for ourselves if God exists? I met my wife, Nancy. We were both 19 years old. At that point, I was a strong believer in God, 
but she was a staunch atheist. When she was eight years old, she said to herself, it would be wonderful if there's a God. It's a shame there isn't. And she felt that people who believed in God, they were weak. They were leaning on some kind of crutch. And it's really interesting. Many in Israel, even though they're living in the miracle of modern Israel, they're not so sure God exists. I mean, after all, what does science say? And after all, there's so much suffering in the world. If there was really a God, why is there so much suffering and pain? And why doesn't he do something about it? And what about all the religious Jews? They prayed and, and they died in the Holocaust. Where was God? All right, so here we are. In this case, I'm sitting behind a desk in the studio asking these questions, teaching. We've just played clips from Israelis on the streets speaking Hebrew captions to those because that's recorded in English. And then here I am speaking, and you're watching in Israel with Hebrew captions. And friends, METV on Super Bowl Sunday was, was uh, broadcast in all, if, if, you're in, if you're in the Tel Aviv airport, Ben-Gurion airport in Tel Aviv, and you're looking on the screen, after, after the Super Bowl was done, I came on. One of my friends sent me a picture. He said, this is remarkable. Here you are in all the TV screens in, in Ben-Gurion airport. It was, it was just a reminder from God, hey, the message is getting out to Israelis. And that's one of many ways that our message is getting out in Hebrew, in Israel, right now. And then we get requests from people in different languages. Can we add captions to your videos? I mean, we have them in Russian. We have them in other languages. Here is one of our Consider This animated videos. But if you're watching, you'll see captions in Chinese. Check this out. Did you know that Jesus was a rabbi, not a reverend? That Christ wasn't his last name, but the Greek way of saying Messiah? Did you know that Jesus' original Hebrew name was Yeshua, and that his mother's name was Miriam, not Mary? That his first followers were Jewish men with names like Yochanan and Yaakov and Yehuda? Did you know that the letter of James was actually the letter of Jacob, and that the letter of Jude was actually the letter of Judah? Now, I, I can't check the Chinese to tell you if it's accurate, but we've had top people that have worked on these things. And, and again, this is just one tiny little glimpse of how the message is going around the world and touching people around the world. And then reports we get, remarkable stories, remarkable reports, and from Muslims coming to faith to religious Jews coming to faith to you name it, to, to believers coming back to God. And a recently discovered was on a website and began to look at things, found it very curious that there are two and a half million podcasts, two and a half million podcasts in the world today. And, and the, the single largest number would be in America, but two and a half million going out worldwide. And you, you type in information about, okay, here's the show and, and, and find out more about it. So I was looking at you know, some of the very best known podcasts in the whole world of where they were. It's like, wow, you look at that. And then other friends and colleagues of mine I have, you know, that I know do radio and podcasts, seeing where they were. And then want to see, okay, where's the line of fire? Just curious in terms of this is a number. How am we going to know world distribution? Because we're on so many different platforms. But according to this, we were in the top 0.05% of all podcasts worldwide in, in terms of, of listening or references being made, by God's grace, we're making a difference. And I'm only just talking about one aspect, one facet of our ministry. I haven't mentioned the, the missionaries that we've helped train and equip and send out that we actively support to this day that are doing amazing work around the world. 
or others who've been raised up and sent all over America who are making an impact in that ripple effect. We're grateful for all of that. But friends, my heart is burning to see more. My heart is burning to see us touch more and, and, and be more effective. My heart is burning to see us be able to walk through some open doors that are set before us to touch and reach more and more people. So I want to ask you, would you partner with us today? Galatians 6 says, let him who's taught the word share all good things with his teacher. And Paul wrote and said, hey, if we have sown spiritual things to you, is it so much to receive natural things in return? I'm not asking for a dime for me. I'm not asking for anything to go in, in my pocket or the pocket of our staff. I'm saying we have open doors to reach more people if we could simply have more funding to do it. There, there are arrows that are in our quiver and, and, and they're ready to, in the bow to be pulled back and shot out. And it's, it's your hands that help pull back that bow and shoot it out. Friends, I'm willing to be the, I'm willing for my head to be the tip of the arrow and crash into those barriers and take the resistance and the opposition. It's my calling. It's, it's, it's my calling. But I'm asking you to stand with me. Will you pray about becoming a monthly torchbearer? A dollar a day or more per month. That's it. We hardly ever make this appeal on the air, but we are today. A dollar a day or more per month. You become a monthly torchbearer. Every month we send you an insider prayer newsletter letting you know what's going on. Every month we send you a new audio message. Every month we give you access to all kinds of free video material, access free to classes that we've taught, and then a discount in our bookstore, even a discount when you come to Israel. We still back into you every way we know how. But stand with us. If we've been a blessing to you, help us reach more people. Go to AskDrBrown.org. Click on Donate Monthly Support. AskDrBrown.org. Click on Donate Monthly Support. To every supporter, torchbearer out there, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. You're helping us reach more people with the good news of the Messiah and help us wake up the sleeping church. Thank you for partnering with us. It's The Line of Fire with your host, activist, author, international speaker, and theologian, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Get into The Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Thanks, friends, for joining us on The Line of Fire, 866-34-TRUTH. Hey, we made a very clear appeal for monthly torchbearers for those to stand with us. You might say, I'd like to help on a one-time basis. Wonderful. We deeply appreciate that, and that undergirds our work every day. Brown.org. just click on Donate, and you'll see the option for a one-time gift. You say, boy, I'd, I'd love to give, but I'm giving already to other ministries and, and, and my, my home congregation, but I can pray. Oh, prayer is most important of all. So by all means, pray with us that, that God would sharpen the message he's given us and add deeper grace and power to it, and then cause the message to spread as he desires for the maximum kingdom impact. You can also share with others. If you're blessed, share a podcast, send a video link, encourage folks to tune into the radio station. Say, hey, I listen to this every day when I drive. Encourage folks to tune in. All of you listening in Toledo, Ohio, that we've just picked up as a brand new station, welcome to our family. So glad to have you. And if you don't get my email, start there. Go to askdrbrown.org, askdrbrown.org. 
and then just click to sign up for the emails, put down your first name, last name, email address. You'll immediately get a free mini book, Seven Secrets of the Real Messiah. You'll immediately hear back just with more of my testimony. It's things I think you'll really enjoy reading, find out more about our ministry, and then all the resources we have because we've got a ton of stuff free waiting for you. So let's connect. Let's help one another. Let's spread the word together, and let's live lives worthy of the Lord. Amen? All right, let's go back to the phones, and we go to Eddie in Chicago. Welcome to the Line of Fire. Hello, Dr. Brown. Hey, Eddie. Uh, uh, by the way, my name is actually Andy, so I may have said it too fast on the phone when I said it before when I called. Uh, no, hey, listen, we, I have many times heard one thing, and it was not exactly what was being said. But listen, I'm not talking to Sally I'm not talking to Joshua. So we're close from Eddie to Andy. So let, here, we're going to start this again. Eddie, no, let's get it right. Andy in Chicago, welcome to the line of fire. God bless you, Dr. Brown. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I wanted to give a call and just to, to let you know that your ministry um, has meant the world to me. And I give God thanks every day that if it wasn't for God leading me in the direction, of your ministry, uh, I would have been in terrible turmoil, and I was for a while. Mm. You know, I had uh, an event several years ago in my life where, you know, I was going to take my own life, and I turned to the Lord. And when I did, uh, I was in isolation reading Job, and I was just in tears. And I got home, I slept, I had the Bible. I was even embracing the Bible as I was laying down sleeping. I was so desperate. And, and I started going on YouTube, and that's when I saw your first videos, Dr. Brown. And um, I started looking into your ministry, and I, I mean, my goodness, I, I got the series uh, for the uh, Countering the Counter Missionaries, uh, the, the booklet, the DVD set, um, the whole volumes of answering Jewish objections to Jesus. And the one thing I want to point out to you with your ministries that I've really, really can say has been impactful for me is, how you how you deliver the message that the Lord has put into your heart and how you present it to us. It's so much compassion, caring, and um, it really, really brought me closer to the Lord because, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, if it wasn't for that time in my life, uh, mm. I would have taken my own life. I was not very well um, deep down. And there was an event that happened on that particular day. I was thinking about with my family that changed my life forever. And wow. when the Lord led me to the ministries, particularly yours, because I've spent so much time looking into uh, the Ask Dr. Brown website and um, looking at these books and looking at all your videos, it's made a, a, a total difference for me. I, I do plan on one day going to Israel. Uh, I am have recently become disabled now. I lost my job last year. My mother had passed away, and the house I'm in right now is in foreclosure. But I do know that in the end, I'll be all right. And I just wanted to say thank you. Your ministry has given me so much hope. And praise Jesus. Praise the Lord for leading me to your to your mm. ministry, because it's, it's helped me so much. Thank you so much, Dr. Brown. Andy, thank you for the kind words. And, and yes, all the glory is to the Lord. Uh, what what a remarkable story. But, but there's something you said right at the end that I think I, I need to shout out to, to everyone listening and watching. 
And you, you said you've recently become disabled. You've got a house yes. on the verge of foreclosure. You've lost a job. And here you are talking with confident faith. So you were once at a point where you're going to take your own life. And now in a situation yes. that would have most people depressed, hopeless, thrown in the towel. And yet you're talking with confident faith. I mean, God's really made a difference in your life. He has most definitely, you know, the, in the situations I'm going through right now, although they seem they seem far worse than what I was experiencing several years ago, um, right now I, I, I'm scared, but yet at the same time I'm grateful because I it's like I feel the Lord's presence there with me, mm. and it's it was really helping me get through it and know that there's going to be hope, you know, at, at, at the end there. And, and if not, if I take my last breath, and my body is left, and I go to the Lord, you know, at least I know that I am going to be with the Lord, because He's promised me that, and I've turned to Him, and I've repented. Trust me, I've done so many things in my life that I'm ashamed of, but, you know, I know that He's forgiven me, and I give Him so much gratefulness and thankfulness for everything He's put in Mm -hmm. front of me now. And, um, And, you know, Andy, you you called to give us encouragement, and share how the Lord's used our ministry, but you've brought encouragement to a whole lot of people. We're going to pray for you be, before we're done, but your words have, have challenged and encouraged many to say, if, if he can be in faith in the midst of this, I can, I can be in faith. L- let me ask you one last thing really quickly. We've only got about two minutes, but how is it that the yeah. Jewish objections and all of that became so important to you? Because I had a question one time that dealt with the, uh, what dealt with the, the Trinity itself, and okay. um, one of my friends uh, knows Rabbi Toby Singer, and Toby Singer gave me a, uh, a response back to them, which they relayed to me, which just did not give me any hope at all. It did not, it did, just something was wrong when I watched some videos and I saw your debates. And I'll tell you what, those answering Jewish objections to Jesus answered every single question that I was looking for that, that I'd have questions about. and. I just can't. I've got goosebumps in my arms right now just thinking mm-hmm. about it. I'm so grateful. Well, I didn't pray. get the last volume, the number five. I've got to download that on Kindle because I got the other four. I didn't get the volume five, unfortunately. So that's you, my next one. Do you read phys- Do you read physical books? Um, I do when I can. Um, Kindle is a little easier for me okay. because I can increase the font size because I'm losing my vision. Uh, got it. Okay. Got it. All clear. All right, Andy, we're going to pray for you right now, but but thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Father, we bring Andy to you. Lord, struggling with his vision, disabled, without a job, home in foreclosure, but trusting you. I pray that everything meant to hurt, everything meant for evil, every negative, difficult situation would be turned around for good, that Andy would experience the richest blessing of your favor, of your presence, of your goodness that he's ever known, joy in the midst of darkness and pain, peace in the midst of storm, and that you'd be with him to heal and to deliver and to bless, and that by your grace he would have many years to testify to your goodness. Keep him strong. Keep him safe, Father. We bless him in the name of Jesus, in Yeshua's name. Amen. Thank you for the call, and I look forward to hearing more testimonies for your, from your own life, my brother. Friends, 
we hear from people like Andy all the time that were struggling with their faith and got hit with Jewish objections. Watch this video from this rabbi online. Read this, and they struggle. We hear from them all the time. Jewish people who are ready to fall away from their faith. Jewish people who've come to faith. Gentile Christians who got hit with questions. And the materials we, we've put together, the five volumes of Answering Jewish Objections to Jesus and the, the 22-hour series Countering the Counter Missionaries, and now our new videos uh, demolishing the misinformation of Rabbi Tovia, Tovia Singh and other counter-missionary rabbis. These are making a difference. So every one of you, please hear me, every one of you that prays for our ministry, you are part of that testimony you just heard with Andy. You're part of that. Every one of you who f supports us financially, you are part of that. You are part of that. So thank you. Together, friends, we're making a difference. Together, we're bearing fruit. And I want to give you one more appeal before the broadcast is over. Really, an invitation. An invitation because God is with us and he will supply and give us the grace to do all he's called us to do. We have so much more vision for Jewish ministry. Real kosher Jesus, finally ready to be distributed in Israel. Finally printed. I mean, just the harvest is ripe. And around the world, the harvest is ripe. So stand with us. Go to askdrbrown.org, askdrbrown.org. Click on Donate, Monthly Support. Join our support team as a torchbearer. And again, we will pour back into you in many, many ways every month. It's our way of saying thank you, and we are here to minister to you. And you're helping us reach Jew and Gentile around the world for the honor and glory of Jesus' name. Together, we're making a difference. Another program powered by the Truth Network.